and welcome to the Up and Down Show with Upendo and Daniel. We are back, friends. We are back for a whole new episode this week. Amen. Season two is in the house. Yes, and this is a brand new episode coming from Daniel and Upendo. We are so excited to talk to you all about what's been hot and trending right now. Right now, and I'm just gonna go ahead and put it out there. WAP! WAP! <laughs> okay, I literally didn't understand what WAP stood for. Everybody's been talking about WAP for the past two or three weeks. I was like, what the heck is this WAP? Exactly. Actually, it's been out for the last two weeks, like really hardcore two weeks. WAP. Now, if you are listening and you have not heard about WAP, where have you been hiding? Well, I've been hearing about it, but I had no idea. And uh, about 10 minutes ago, you Penta said, you got to watch this video before we do this show because we're going to talk about WAP. And oh, my God. All I'm going to say is WAP is the real deal. OK, it is the real deal. Now, if you don't know what WAP is, go I'll- ahead and hit pause right now. Go to YouTube, type in W.A.P. Cardi B. I'm going to ask you to also type in explicit and then sit back, <laughs> listen to that. And once you wake up, then come back and hit continue with our show. Exactly. Exactly. But seriously, um, this is the latest single from Cardi B and she has um, featuring on her single Megan the Stallion and let me tell you if you don't know about female empowerment I don't know I think a lot of people are are basically saying is this really female empowerment so that's the whole big question right is this a positive thing or is this sort of a another sort of negative slash against women is Cardi B good for women's image or is she um, she's sort of hurting the women's image. Yeah, or, or hurting the, the women's movement with this type of um, entertainment. Um, so the question is, is it female empowerment? Is it vulgar? Is it too much? Is it, is it, is it? I mean, there's so many is it, you know, with regards to this song. What I will Izzy, tell you. Is it, is it, is it, is it, is it. But that, that is a question. Is it? Is it? I, that's a good question. Uh, is that what we're talking about today? We're going to talk about... We're going to talk a little bit about is it? You know, this this song. And, you know, I won't go into detail as far as what the WAP acronym stands for. But if you have heard about this and you have seen the video, you know what WAP stands for. Women now the always pursuing. <laughs> Oh my God, Greg, we miss you. We miss you, Greg. Where have you been all summer? You know what? Good one. Women always pursuing. You're absolutely right. Pursuing that eggplant. (laughs) That's exactly what they're doing in this song. Yes, for all the young ladies out there in the world, that is what WAP stands for. Women always pursuing. Women always pursuing. (laughs) And honestly, there there have always been songs since we were kids, you know, that have always sort of alluded to sometimes very explicitly sometimes through acronyms but i I can think of many different songs you know everything from baby got back right but there's always been songs that kind of sort of lend themselves to sexuality and 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 um and opp right opp everybody was i had no idea as a kid what opp stood for and it 
stood for uh, many different things. It just wasn't one thing that they tried to harp on it being negative. But really? It could, oh, yeah. It's, what were, it's, what were um, some of the interpretations of what OPP? And we are going to get to WAP, y'all. But, well, you know, we like to take a diverted um, trail yeah, to where we talk about. property, uh, other people's you know, um, priorities. Women. Yes. Like <laughs> those- oppressing pink people. <laughs> <laughs> this is why Greg is here. <laughs> Absolutely. So OPP was one. I think this is the OPP of 2020. Yeah. Cause you can come up with your own, own um, definition of what you want WAP to stand for. But what I will say is, um, their intent really has to do, in my opinion, and let me be clear for all our listeners out there, it, in my opinion, um, it speaks for me about empowerment of sexual desires for women. Okay. Number one, I love that beat. Um, there's some hoes in this house. There's, there's some, some hoes in this house. house. There's, there's some hoes in this house. house. Now, if y'all, if we were not on video for this episode, but I'm holding on to the edge of the table as I sing this. There's, there's some hoes in this house. house. There's some hoes in this house. Now, now I, I <laughs> it, it's, he was truly humping the table just now. <laughs> but what I will share with you is that um, they sample Mike Skis. There's some hoes in the house that was in 1993, and I was 21 years old. And I remember when that song came out, The Moon, if you were ever in school at FAMU or Florida State University, and you went to The Moon on Friday nights for the jam party, you walked into the club and you were more than four girls in a group, and the DJ saw you walk in the club. That song came on. There's some holes in this house. There's some holes in this house. So, you know, it just kind of took me back. I, I love the fact they sample a great beat. Okay. Uh, and I've never actually heard that song, but you told me that story and I immediately loved it. And I will say I uh, went upstairs because I wanted to have private time as I watched this much anticipated video. And I came down and I immediately got on the floor because there was some <laughs> holes in this house. There's some holes in this house. <laughs> And so it is kind of a sick beat. You can't get that you, that, that you, hook out your you head. You cannot. And so it, it brought back, you know, the my, my, my college days. The other thing I love about this song, I love me some Cardi B. I have loved Cardi B since day one. Huge but, fan. But I got to tell you, the rap and flow of Megan The Stallion, she kills it. Her cadence is the fucking bomb. I'm like, you better, you better ride that dick with them letters, oh girl. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wow, we're going raw today. I mean, seriously, the the her rapping flow is amazing. And the other thing I love about this song is that, um, you know, for anybody who is not anybody for women who owns their sexuality, mm-hmm. this song gives you a lot to work with. I mean, there are things now that I'm going to start doing. I mean, I learned a lot about what I'm not doing. I'm like, you know what? It's a win-win. This song is a win-win for me. It, it, it accomplishes, I believe, the song intent, which is to empower women to ask for what they want sexually. All right, now, so so you actually f- think that this is a empowering song, and you are entertained by it, but also you are you are energized by it. You think this is a, a positive move for the the women's movement and women's <sighs> identity and, and community. N- no, not not not. Let me just clarify. I think that it's a win win for women who own 
their sexuality. Women, because there's a lot of women who have not gotten to that point where they want to put their sexuality out there because mm. this song definitely puts a woman's not only sexuality, her desires, what she requires in a man for 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 good sex. So let me ask you this. Do you think that it is revolutionary? Do you think that this is sort of because uh, uh, people are talking about this like it's the freaking people landing on the moon, right? They feel like it's the first time we've reached out to space. Uh, but I think this is not the first time. No. We already talked about OPP, but let's stick to women, right? I think we've we've had Madonna. Think I, about I Madonna about and that. sex, the sex book. Do you remember oh when that came God. out? Oh my God, exactly. So you're right. This is, I don't think this is no different from Madonna. When she came out with the sex book, I mean, even her 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 song um, "Papa Don't Preach," which was about her uh, making a choice, right, about um, keeping the baby, teenage pregnancy, yes. and having a child. Um, but that wasn't explicitly sexual. This is explicitly sexual, saying, "Hey, women can have sexuality, and let me put it in your face." There was even a singer back in the day. I don't know her her um, her her repertoire, as, uh, her catalog as much as um, you, other people, but her name was Millie Jackson. I was about to say My Millie Jackson. My daddy used to listen to some <laughs> Millie Jackson. And I like all I knew was doing daddy listen to Millie Jackson. You can't go in the room. <laughs> <laughs> but you're absolutely right. I was about to bring up Millie Jackson. Like Millie Jackson, she definitely like um, Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion ain't got nothing on what Millie Jackson was putting in her records back in the day. I Thank mean, you. that was some serious, like, oh my goodness. But was- to add to that, there was another uh, young lady that was before uh, Millie Jackson. Who was who, that? Who was that? Miles she- Ma- Mabley. No, no, no. Mom, Mabley. She came up with Miles Davis. Uh, there's actually a documentary. Oh, on I Netflix. remember his that wife. Doc- no, she no, wasn't was she the wife. wife. No, no, no. His wife uh, was I'll a very have to sweet ballerina. Her name, but she was. She yeah. was that chick. Yeah, really? we, we, I saw yes. the documentary and she was really out there. And then she had this amazing album and then she went into obscurity. I, I don't know anything about this woman. I, w- I would love for I, us you to know what? I do some research. Re- yeah, I should have researched her. Um, but you're right. She was before Millie Jackson. So, but the point being that this is not new, right? So nope. sit down for a second, Cardi B and what's her name? Megan. Megan. Megan, not Megan Good. <laughs> I thought it was, I said, is this Megan good? Oh my God. And she is so the Christian. She would not be singing this song. She probably yes, she would dance would. to yes, it. She would. Yes, she you think would. she would? Yes, she would. So I said, sit down for a second. Cause this is not revolutionary, but for today, I'm all about women putting their sexuality out there because men do it all the time. But, but, but even think about Lil Kim, when Lil Kim came out, she was basically, um, the only woman in her pack of rapper, um, um, colleagues during the time with bad boy records i believe it was and remember her album cover greg do you remember her album cover was she do i remember yes yes with that squat yes she was eagle she was i I remember the leopard prints all i remember was she was eagle she was eagle and if you know anything about an eagle you're like you are squatted down with your legs wide open just showing the world oh so we're gonna have to put a little explicit warning on this episode but but i say that because um, Cardi B and, and Meg Thee Stallion, this is not the first time that um, anybody has experienced this from females. I mean, Lil' Kim, she made a big splash and, and she always talked about what she wanted in a guy, specifically around her sexuality and about money. But this particular song, WAP, is all about the... Um, the, the enjoyment the of the peach. 
<laughs> the peach. I couldn't think of anything that the peach. Uh, so let me let me speak to the art artistry of the okay. song though, right? Because I mean, what did you think about it when you I, heard it? You know it? what? When it comes to rap, I I am not the biggest hip hop fan. I there are certain hip hop artists that I I'm down with, um, and I'm old school. Like I'm all about the Missy Elliotts of the world. I miss oh, I Missy Elliott, right? And so when I first heard this song, and I heard it before I saw it, when I first heard the song, I was like, eh, I don't get it. Like, and I'm and I I'm, I'm turning into an old man, but I'm not a prude, right? So I can get down with some good lyrics, but I just didn't get it. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was a little bit vulgar is not even the right word. It was just like in your face for in, your, in the sake of being your face. And I'm down for her to do that if she needs to do that, because men do it all the time. So I'm not going to hate your game. But I, I wasn't loving it. But I will tell you, when I watched the video, believe it or not, I all of a sudden fell in love with the song. There is something about Cardi B. She is I, I, I don't know if it's her or her director, but she is an interpreter of sexuality and comedy and g- drama and glamour. It is such a beautifully shot video. It, I mean, there are probably very famous artistic representations of what you're seeing on screen that I don't know the references to, but I'm like, that looks like something I've seen before, you know, with all the imagery of sort of the coming ins and outs of illusions and the costumes and the colors. And I was like, I, now I want to watch this video again right. just to see it. Very and then nice. the lyrics all of a sudden made sense to it me. Does. I was like, all right, I got you now. And then Megan, her rap was on point. I told you she, 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 kills it she crushes lyrically she crushes this and i'm like you know what i i i just gotta give her the prop she she just raises this whole game in this song yeah i i will say it's is it my favorite song no but i think visually i really do encourage y'all who have not yet listened to it to go out there and watch it and um i just think it's visually it's a beautiful video and, 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 and i'm sure a, a straight man to think it is sexy as hell too but for me i'm like all right her her her, her breasts even are so like they're just beautiful they're like art to me because you ain't they ain't real <laughs> So, hey, listen, the name of that artist was Betty Davis. Yes, Betty. Can you just tell us a little bit about yeah, who's Betty, Betty Davis? Davis? So, according to Google. <laughs> this is the artist, uh, Miles Davis's wife. I think she was his wife. I'm not, I'm not sure what it says. Uh, okay. the, doc, the documentary, what they said about the documentary doesn't reveal enough. Let me just read a little excerpt of what Google has to say. <laughs> Betty Davis carved out a new role for women in soul and R&B. Her 1970s albums were bold statements of sexuality. Mm-hmm. Lashed to a driving funk beat, their wild rawness underscored by Davis' sartorial warrior queen vibe. Her live performances were equally unrestrained, meaning people often deemed her unstate. I'm sorry, her unsuitable for television appearances. All right, so Betty Davis, yes. not the Betty Davis no, no. from the 1930s, no, no. 40s, but no. this is the sister Betty Davis. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's two polar opposites right there. <laughs> Although you know. that's a whole nother show, yeah. I can talk to you about Betty Davis pushing some envelopes too. Okay. But that's a whole okay. nother story. Well, we're coming up on a break right now, and we are. <laughs> wait, wait, can I give a, a round of applause? Can you give yourself a round of applause, Greg? Greg? No, Greg. no, no, give yourself a round of applause. Oh, okay. We want to hear. We want to hear you. <laughs> That was brilliant, Greg. Thank you. Thank you. you. We are coming up on a break and we will be back with the Up and Down Show with Daniel and Upendo. Hi, this is Upendo from the Up and Down Show. If you're listening to my voice, guess what? This could be you. Well, not you, but your business, your product, your service. We would love to share with our audience all that you have to offer. So here's your opportunity to sponsor the Up and Down Show. Please contact us at the Up and Down Show 
all one word at gmail.com. We look forward to hearing from you. And we are back with the up and down show with Daniel and you Pendo. And you know, I can't ever get tired of us saying that. Uh, it's kind of fun. It's very fun. You know, we talked about where up and down we did. We talked about that on the first show. Although that seems like so long ago. It does. And it was only like this past spring. It was March. I know. Right? March, March, April. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we've come a long way. We've baby. We've come a <laughs> long way. And for those who are just listening to us on podcast, you need to go and watch a show just to see the beauty that Greg <laughs> has created. He is a wonderful cinematographer and lighting and sound and fill in the blanks. And the show really has uh, can, become can, a beautiful can you me, show. Can you do me a favor. Can you wipe your nose now? <laughs> Can you please wipe your nose? Because, you know, you all up in Greg's ass, okay? (laughs) No, but... uh, Thank you, thank you, thank you. No, we appreciate Greg. Um, Had it not been for Greg's vision, we would not be here. So thank you, Greg. So what were we talking about? WAP. We were talking about WAP. So, you know, before we transition out of this particular topic, you know, for for me, um, WAP is definitely... uh, a thumbs up for me. All right. I, I, I am going to give it a thumbs up, but only for the video. I don't need to hear it on the radio, and I definitely don't need to be sitting next to my nieces listening to that. Uh, well, I can guarantee your, your nieces know all the, the Some lyrics. of my nieces. <laughs> I, be, I, I, I bet know you exactly little, which ones. I bet you little Justice be listening to this too, okay? All I right. We're sure. not going there. We're not going I'm there. I'm just saying. But I, I, I'm sure. Oh, my Lord. No, but this it's funny you you say that because you we don't know what the little ones around us are listening to. Oh, we and, and, and they, they listen. The, trust me, they, they listen. I know. I'm about to tell you. So, so my my great niece Lola, she is probably at this time two or three years old, and there was this hole in the wall song called. Hey, Mr. Sexy Man, what your name is, right? Oh, my Lord. And um, there's a video of her singing that. Hey, Mr. Sexy Man, what your name <laughs> is? And she's three. I'm like, <sighs> why are you singing this song? Because she's listening to that with her mom. Yep, yep, yep. And it's just like, okay, so going back to the point. Yeah, I'm sure... Our nieces are listening to this song and definitely should not be listening to this song. But another thing I love about the song that gives it a thumb up, I can't, whenever I hear there's some hoes in this house, you just, I, that stays with you for quite a while. That, I will, that, but that ain't theirs. But yes, I agree with you. That hook is everything. That it, it, hook, is, it's, it is. A, it's a fun hook. For it's sure. a fun hook. And, you know, I pray that I never hear this song before going to do a presentation. <laughs> Because I might end up breaking out. There's some hoes in this house. (laughs) So enough about WAP. Okay, so we went on hiatus um, in June. And And everything uh, happens while you're on hiatus. How many times did you see things in the news? You're like, oh, Oh, we could be talking about this. We could be so talking about this. So one of the things that was in the news when we're on hiatus, I'm just going to say the word and you tell me. Uh, what it connects to, okay? Okay, I love this game. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. All right. Entanglement. <laughs> <laughs> 
and entanglement. Oh what is, my God. What is that word? Oh, mean to you? Miss Pinkett Smith. Oh my God. What the? I actually came back. I think I was in California when that, when that happened. The red and, table talk. And you referenced it and I had no idea what you were talking about. Uh, in fact, you were doing a show with, uh, with, uh, your friend, Jokitra, and we, you guys were watching something and I went on Facebook and I saw you and you all were talking about that. Yes. And I was like, what the hell are they talking about? I have no idea. And it took me about another week or so to actually remember to go in and look. And I watched. Yeah. And you I know was what? Like, oh my God. Oh yeah. I remember she actually came down for the weekend and we were talking about that and then we did a live in my kitchen and yeah. we talked about that. So absolutely, this whole entanglement, um, the, the term just became entangled with all of the drama surrounding this red table um, talk. And it, the red table talk was in response to um, what was the name of the guy, Greg? I know that you are here with us. <laughs> <laughs> August uh, Alcina. Alcina yeah. Okay, so yeah, that dude. Yeah. Long story short, um, the the Smiths because they are so open and welcoming, they invited this young. <laughs> Did you hear what I just said? Open and welcoming. Ain't that a son of a bitch for the word cheating and swinging? <laughs> That was a good one. That was a good one. But but they were um, they allowed this young man, August Asina, to come to their house and do respite, basically, because he was going through some challenges in his own personal life. And because of who they are, they allowed him to come in. And of course, Jada being who she is, she basically took a liking to him in ways that probably, you know, was very fulfilling for her. Um, well, clearly, if you see the picture, she was very, very happy while they were having their entanglement. Right, but nobody knew it was entanglement because here's here's the bottom line of this story. You know, we have been following the Smith since, you know, the Fresh Prince of, of, of Bel-Air, right? Mm -hmm. And the one thing I have always given them credit for is because you never knew what was going on in their personal relationship. You, there was a lot of rumors, but you Lots never... Lots of rumors. You never knew because they never responded to those rumors. So I think the story here is why now? Right. Why did they respond now? And was it something that we all needed to hear or should they just keep the private business behind closed doors? I agree with you. I, I wish they had kept it um, closed, but, you know, not responded because he, the young man, actually um, gave an interview and talked about uh, his... Um, Love affair with Jada. Yeah, he actually came out after I don't know how many years. It's been yes. like five years yes. or so. He finally came out and opened his heart on a um a interview, a radio interview. Yes, and as a result of that, uh, this came out that Jada and him was in a relationship, and um, they responded by her bringing herself <laughs> to her ra own red table. She had to yes. confront herself. Yes at her red table and she brought Will too. That was just incredible about all of it. Which is interesting because if you watch the interview and it, I really do encourage people to watch because it's one of those kind of traffic accidents where you're watching and you're going, why am I watching this? This isn't even entertaining, but oh my God, oh, they're, keep, they're still talking. Um, it was very interesting where you realized this isn't the first indiscretion in their relationship. It was very clear that there had been other indiscretions, specifically on his side. Right. She kind of referenced that. And it was like, okay, so he was giving her such shit about it, right? Right. He was talking about how angry he was and kind of playing her for the 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 infidelity uh, that she provided. But then it was very clear later in the interview that 
he had had his own indiscretion. So mm-hmm. I, I, I was a little surprised that that not that that they would put it out in the open, but that he would be so inconsistent. No, like if, y- if y'all are swingers and y'all are clean and, and 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 like to have fun, then just stand by that. Like you don't have to play this PR game of making her feel bad about what she did and now she's been caught and it's come out in the open. Well, I didn't get the sense that she felt bad about anything she oh, done. Oh, she definitely, but I felt his words because he said how mad he, and she, I, he, he like kind of talked about her being... And she looked a, at him like she, like he was crazy, like, 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 <laughs> excuse my French, Negro, please, okay? Right. Yep, 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 Neg- yep, yep. Like, like, seriously, Negro, you gonna be here on this table with me and you wanna be mad with me? Okay, let's, let's do this. Yeah. So, so she, she definitely I would say um, she owned it. She took responsibility for it. She, I don't think she gave an excuse for it though. She, she definitely didn't provide an excuse for it other than it was just where they were. And they talked about kind of being on a break, which yes. I think is bullshit. I think that was why is I, break. I, why is that for you? I, I don't think yes. that that was true. I think that that was, I think they kind of hit a snag in their relationship. And I, so I want to ask you, I want to throw out another topic connected to this yes. is infidelity period not just with the smiths but just in general like how hard is it to have a monogamous relationship right it's something that i strive for and i've been honest in in past shows that i have had my own indiscretions in certain relationships um some that i completely regret um but it was a place where i was in my life and i had to learn um i now don't want that in a relationship but is that even possible i think you can be in a monogamous relationship i i think for people who are truly honest with each other. And when I say truly honest, um, you get into a relationship with someone, you know what you want. You're very clear that you want to be in a monogamous relationship. That person tells you they want to be in a monogamous relationship, but their behaviors tell you different Then they're not being honest. Right. So that's what I mean by that is that you can be in a relationship as long as people come to the table, honestly. And if that person that you are falling in love with tells you, you know what? I love you but I don't want to be in a monogamous relationship, then that gives you the choice to still be with them versus yes. them cheating on you. And so hence, that's why I say BS to this whole scenario, because I think just having been in a long-term relationship myself, I understand you hit hills and valleys, right? And I think there are times where, um, whether it is intentional infidelity, I guess it's always intentional, right? Um, not always, but uh, but whether it is thought well thought out or if it's sort of, you kind of happen into these sort of entanglements. I, I think- Oh, see, that- that word yeah. comes entanglement. I, I think that that is part of living in relationships. And I kind of felt like they weren't as truthful by trying to talk about like it was a Ross and um, Ross and Rachel situation. I know, oh, we're, we're on, on a break. break. Okay. We're not yeah, on a break. break. You guys were having issues in your relationship and she went off and played. Yes. And so I, I would have had more respect for them if they're going to put it out there to just stand true to what the scenario was. Don't tell me you're on a break. Yeah, I wish just because you have this, I know I had an image of them with respect to them always uh, just staying true to not responding to the rumors. So when this happened... Well, and, and to be clear, the rumors have always been about uh, very fluid sexuality right, for both but, of them. but it, it doesn't matter. They've never responded to them. And so you respected them for that. Does this change your it respect does. for... Oh, really? It does, because I was like you. I'm watching this table talk, and it's like, oh, my God, it's a train wreck, but you cannot stop looking at it. And then I was like, why are you doing this? This is... You don't need to do this. You, do owe, you owe no one... A uh, a response 
to what's being out there. Like I, that, that, that for me just changed how I saw them because they've always uh, were above, above in my mind, mm. the rumors. Yeah. So it was, it was beneath them. And so yes, if we we're going to give, a, if a, we were going to give this an up or a down, you would get this a down. down. We would give this a down. We <laughs> yeah. definitely would give this a down. Um, so, yeah, I think, you know, we made a commitment in season two that um, you and I would talk more and more about relationships because we are at a point in our lives where we're wanting to be in a relationship. So being part of the up and down show, you will be on this journey with us. Absolutely. And, you know, I know we're coming to the end of this show, you Pendo, but I just have I do want to ask you one question that sure. might take us a little bit is um, do you you've spoken pretty openly on a previous show about um uh sexual openness with a partner yes you, you've talked about that um i've said that i'm looking for a monogamous relationship where are you on that are do you is it specific or is it case specific i mean um i am all for a honest open communicative uh, communicative relationship with someone who who can discuss their sexual desires with me like I can with them. And what that means for me is this. If I'm falling in love with you or in love with you and you tell me, you know, I love you, but I don't think I want to be in a monogamous relationship with you. That leads it to me to decide whether I want to be in a relationship with you. All I ask is for is transparency, transparency and honesty. Yes. And yes, yes, yes. I desire to be in a monogamous relationship. Okay. I, I desire that. Um, but I do know the ups and flows of relationships. And um, I pray that I get with a person who can be so open and me open with them that if it comes to the point where we need to um, go outside our relationship, that we can have that discussion together. All right. So for those out there listening to us, I'm hoping you're keeping score and knowing exactly what it is we're looking for. And we are sounding like we're looking <laughs> we're actually asking for a dating show all of a sudden but we're not really asking for a dating show but i actually am i love the fact that we're being vulnerable this season yes. about our openness for love yes. and our openness for the 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 ultimate um match exactly yes. i mean i think that at the end of the day you and i don't want to be in the old folks home together oh my goodness <laughs> i told you Penda the other day like we are horrible and then we talk about people that each other is interested in and i'm like i don't know he's horrible for you oh true story true story <laughs> we're on the dating app with me and he's like nope 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 and, and all the guys in my inbox are gone by the time she deleted all the nopes there was nobody left in her inbox and she says you basically left me with anyone i said okay get in this robe <laughs> but we're going to roll back over to the old folks home now. <laughs> Me and my boo. Come on, you Pender, exactly, let's go. <laughs> exactly. And I do the same to him too. Like, no way, Jose. But um, as we continue on the up and down show, um, you will hear more about our dating journey um, this season. I'm for, I, I know for sure, because we're going to make it part of you all getting to know us. Awesome. So with that, let, let's move into our ups and then we are done for this show today. Yeah. So I will start with my up. Sure. So my up is actually a snack. It's called su Summer Salt Specific Sea Salt Sunflower Seed Snacks. That's a whole oh lot of words. <laughs> That's like a tongue twister. Can you it say it again? Has summer Salt Specific Sea Salt Sunflower Seed <laughs> Snacks. <laughs> 
and hopefully, you know, um, you all can look that up. But it's what is it? I, it's actually sunflower seeds. That's a little bit of they are a little processed, not too much, and little nuggets. And they're so tasty, very low calorie, um, low salt. So it's salt. a snack, or is it a seasoning? It's a snack. It's a snack. Okay. It's a snack, and it's it comes in a blue and white bag. You get it in the in the um, owl that you would get like healthy snacks, mm-hmm. and it's I love them. How they, many calories per serving? I think it's <laughs> six nuggets, and it's like sixty calories. Are you making that up? I probably am. <laughs> I didn't look it up, but I, I will. You are so bad. You are so bad. At least we're, we're thinking about it. At least I'm thinking about it. Well, of course you are. You're counting just breathing right now. How many calories was it just you breathing? How many calories in that last breath you Exactly. All right. So my up is actually it's funny that we're talking about counting calories. Mine is counting calories. That is my up. Honestly, <laughs> it is my up. It is I, um, when we went on break, I was talking to you all about not count not on weighing myself and sort of understanding I just want to feel healthy. That was bullshit. I just didn't know how to lose weight. And (laughs) I was getting really frustrated. And I there is an ad that pops up all the time on Instagram, Mm -hmm. Noom. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what is this? And I ended up up, um, signing up for Noom. And you know what? Someone asked me, because I told someone that I really am enjoying it. I paid, I think, $150 for four months or something like that. And I figured, hey, I'd pay more for a trainer, right? Uh, So let's see if it works. And what they do is they take um, the psychology behind eating and food. So what is your relationship with food? And then they also give you some brain hacks about, you know, if you're going to eat 10 grapes or 10 um, raisins, it, it basically, they're the same thing, right? A grape is a grape is a grape. And so which one should you eat? What's the answer? 10 grapes or 10 raisins? 10 grapes. 10 grapes. Why 10 grapes? Because when the grape is dried or naturally goes through its process, it retains more sugar. Nope. That's not the reason. It's because the grape has this, the 10 grapes have the same calorie count as the 10 raisins, but the grape is full of water. So it's going to fill you up more. So it actually, it's called calorie density. And so if you take the density, the weight of the grape, it has the same amount of calories as a um, raisin, but the grape weighs more and it fills you more up because of the water. So you actually want to eat things with lower calorie densities. It weighs more, but has fewer calories and it will fill you up and also with fiber and other things. So it teaches you things like that. And so if you are kind of a private eater and you don't want to talk to other people about it, I've learned a lot about calories and other nutritional ideas. And I would definitely recommend either Noom or if you want to do it cheap there's an app called um uh my fitness my fitness pal yeah and my fitness pal is another way where or you can, s health you can do s health where you can count your calories and the whole point is by even just for a week or a month seeing how much things have associated with them that you're putting in your body will change your appreciation and love for food so that's my up is actually counting calories. It's not new, but for me, it's a new idea. Well, I am so happy for you. And I see that it's working for you. You look good. Thank you. I feel good. You look good, my friend. <laughs> Thank you very much. So we are at the end of our show and we appreciate that you all listen to us. You laugh with us. You even pondered with us. <laughs> All right, guys, we will see you next time on the Up and Down. There's some hoes in this house. There's There's some hoes in this house. There's some hoes in this house. There's some hoes.
are you sitting wrong? Don't be wasting time. I wanna see your smile. Mm-hmm.